welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Chronicles of Mister. I am Mister Pierre, and I am joined by an individual who I have uh, had the pleasure of being able to see work uh, the lower grades up on the campus that we're at. Um, has come up to the upper grades too, but for the most part, I've seen you with the little kiddos, the one and only Mister Holloway. So, Mister Holloway, welcome, 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 sir. Hey, howdy, howdy! Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Um, to begin with, to give some context, most of the other guests have been folks who have been in education for at least, I think the minimum is like five years. How many years have you been in education? Who that's, ah, that's a interesting question because I, I was at Gabriella before the pandemic, but I was only there for like a couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, so technically I've been subbing for three years but because it's like been kind of off and on I had to do kind of subbing online versus you know before the pandemic and then now being like long term for the full year so I guess like two and a half okay and before the pandemic was it it was it 2020 the first year for you yeah so like your experience has only been either several months before pandemic and then now through pandemic and if we're even calling this post-pandemic, but now being back uh, on campus, that's been your experience. Okay, okay. And it was what sort of has, what brought you to education? Ooh, um, my older sister um, is a teacher um, and, you know, she went the, the college route with it and learned all the pedagogy and everything. So she, you know, she's the one that was always been, she used to do daycares and all that stuff. Uh, so she kind of exposed me to that at an early age, whether she was volunteering at YMCA and all that stuff. Um, education was not my original plan, but it's it's something that like I'm always drawn to. Like I've always been drawn to like working with kids and stuff. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, and I I cannot imagine what it has been like for you because I have some memories of the pre-pandemic days of knowing like field trips, knowing like, um, yeah, particularly with the little kiddos, like running up on you and wanting to like bear hug your, your kneecap because that's how, that's where they reach. Um, and now, nowadays that's, it's different. So what is the, knowing that you don't have like that pre-pandemic to, um, compare it to but seeing how you said you have family who's been in education like what has it been like for you as like yeah now that we're back this first full year of being back on campus oh man it's night and day it's night and day I know I I know only had like a couple months prior to the pandemic before I just went remote and then you know now I'm here but like you know on top of like my older sister you know and her experience and kind of exposing me to, to education like I'm that made me also do summer camps. Uh, that made me also do um, daycare programs where I volunteered or like I helped out there. And like judging that versus now, like yeah. back before the pandemic, like I felt like I was less of a hypochondriac. Like I, right, right, yeah. You know, like it's weird because back in the day, like kids run up to you. I mean, they still run up to you now, but now you're kind of like, whoa, you're like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like you're cautious about it. Um, yeah. Whereas before, like, 
you know, you're like, oh, hey, thank you. Like, have a great day, you know? And like, I don't know, just physical, like physical touch has changed, whether that's a high five. Um, I don't know. And I see it even in the little ways, like the, the micro thoughts of like, when I'm going to give a high five to a kid and like, I'll pretend to fake them out. And it's funny to them, but to me, it's more of like, I am avoiding getting germs and everybody's happy. They're not offended. I don't get germs. We play it off. We smile. We like walk past, you know, right. Right. little things like that. Yeah. That, it, it, it's tough because yeah, in not knowing or in knowing what we know, one as adults and knowing what we know about kiddos and their development and what they also need. It's like, man, it, it is a, it's a difficult um, balancing tightrope act to, to, to have every single day. Um, how would you describe your journey this year if you were to, as we're coming to the end now, we're <laughs> coming to this first full year of being in person. How would you uh, describe it for you? I, I have a greater respect for teaching this year than I've ever had in my entire life. Mm. Ever, ever, ever. I've never, I've never gotten this close to experiencing like, like everything that I've ever heard about teaching. I've always been like, ah, like, man, like that's, that's wild. And then this year I was like, oh my God, I'm tired. Oh, I'm so stressed out. <laughs> I was like, there's so much stuff to do. And there's 24 hours in the day. Like, why can't there be 36? Um, Ah, man, this, this year I came in, um, uh, beginning of the year and I, I was trying to work like three days a week. Um, I'm also an actor. So I try to balance that time between being at work for three days and then going to auditions or being on set. Yeah. Um, and in the days that I weren't at school, like in those three days that I was at school, that was that plan. But then the other two days I would be working at another job, um, or like a side job, unless there was like an audition or I was on set. Yeah. Um, the side job wasn't paying the bills. Um, mm -hmm. so it was a weird thing of like, I need the freedom, but then also have to survive. Right. Um, and I remember the school that, it, well, Gabriella was really great. And they were like, hey, um, we'd love to get some assistance. Like, it's, it's just a lot of stuff happening this year. A lot of teachers in and out because of the COVID and everything. And I was like, sure. So I dropped the other job, came and started uh, doing the full-time 40 plus hours um, and it's so weird. Cause like, as soon as I started to pick up more days and I started to be there more, yes, I was also more tired. Yes. The workload was a lot bigger. Um, but I also noticed that the kids respond to me so much more different than like when I first started, like the even the kids that like I was beefing with at the, the start, the ones that I had so much tension and stuff with as they got to know me because I was there so much, you know, there's certain kids that I say hi to that I'm like, or certain kids say hi to me. And I'm like, we were beefing at the beginning of the year. And now we're really cool. They're like, Hey, good morning. I'm like, Hey, how's it going? And that's been the, that's been the greatest thing for me. I, I'm forever grateful for the opportunity to build the bonds with the students and the teachers. Yeah. I, I have said that a couple of times because the beginning of my career as well, started with substitute teaching and you are a hundred percent correct of there's a bit of I don't want to even call it hostility but it's like hey we don't know you you're not your face is not familiar enough for us to be like why are we gonna uh, show you respect 
if you will. If like if you're here for a day, it's like this is a stranger. Like I don't really need to think too much of it. Whereas you're right, like when you are there day after day after day, regularly the kids know like, oh, I'm gonna see Mr. Holloway on such and such and such and such day, or he'll be on campus. Even if he's not summoned for me, um, I'll see him on campus. That that changes the dy- dynamics of their relationship with you. Um, yeah, so to anyone who's listening, if you're a sub and if you can get a full time, <laughs> go go that route, go that route. It'll, it'll help you out so much more with the relationships with the kiddos. And what was that like for you? Because you, you cover all the grades. Uh-huh. Well, for me, like being in, in seventh grade, like I'm like, all right, seventh grade for those kiddos, I see them on the regular. I may see the other kiddos mm-hmm. when I come and go, but what's that like for you having to cover the whole spectrum? <laughs> it's, it is a huge gift. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's a massive gift because um, I didn't really know. So prior to the pandemic, I, you know, you, you kind of daily assignment. So you wake up or it's like really late at night or you wake up in the morning and you kind of figure out your assignment. Um, you don't know where it's going to be. It could be really far, really close. Um, you also don't know the grade and the grade. I feel like the grade matters. Um, in my opinion, because I feel like, you know, you go into to fifth grade and lower, they still have the concept that like, you know, if a, and if an adult tells you to do something, you should probably do it. Um, and then middle school, they're in that in-between phrase, phase of like maturity, but then they still got the energy of like the elementary. So it's like this weird recipe. Um, <laughs> but I didn't, I, it's so weird. Cause lately, like, while I still love kinder, I sub in kinder like so much. Like, I feel like that's like my class. Um, but I also get that opportunity to be with seventh grade and stuff like that. And like, at first I couldn't, I could not stand it. Um, but it goes along with like that respecting, like as we both gotten to kind of know each other, um, you know, I get to know the students, they get to know me better. Some of the things that I like, how the class runs. Um, I feel like the tension has dissipated and I can appreciate the middle school grade more because I'm not in there having to like demand stuff because we have like a mutual respect. Um, and it's funny cause I remember the other day we um, like, I think it was sixth grade, sixth grade was having some issues um, and a sub got taken out of the class and I got put into the class and I was worried. So I was like, Oh man, like I have to cover this class. Like what if I'm like, what if they're like, like, uh, they're just gonna like stone me, like, they're like, ah, forget this guy, like, ah, oh, you're going, you're you done. But yeah. like, I've seen this class a lot, and I categorize this as like my greatest day of teaching in my entire life. And I remember mm-hmm. going in there, and I felt like I could only do this with this middle school grade because I'd been there for so long. Mm-hmm. And I asked them, I said, How would you like me to teach you today? How can I? assist your learning today how can I show you respect and that I care about you guys and I said I have stuff that I demand like I want you know I don't want a loud classroom I want us to focus and get our work done I know I have demands from you guys but I was like it's not fair for me to ask for something of you without hearing your opinion of the way that you like to be taught just like ah just the maturity of that class (sighs) I don't know it was amazing it was thrilling what 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 brought you to that point to be able to to say to them to have the wherewithal 
to to say and like post to them like, hey, this is a relationship. If I'm gonna ask this of you, then there's gotta be some give back of you asking this of me. Like, what brought you to that point? I it's so interesting because my wife, my wife is a my wife is a teacher. She's also an actress. And we were talking about in acting, there's like this thing of like, if you want to make an interesting choice, if you want, if you want to achieve a goal in a scene, like you want somebody to give you something or come with you and you're doing something and it's not working, play the opposite, like do the opposite thing that you would do and see what happens. Um, and I felt like leading up to that moment, yeah, things were going okay, but like there was, I felt like there was a lot I hadn't explored in terms of tactics to reach the kids and figure out how I can best lead the class while their teacher's away. So my wife was like, try the opposite. She's like, play the opposite. You know what I mean? Like, see how it goes. And instead of going in there and like, I knew that they were having issues on and I, and I like my urge was like to go in there and be like, look, this is how we're doing things. We're going to do it like this. And I was like, okay, let me play the opposite. Like, let me play like that good cop. Let me treat them with such respect that, that they appreciate it so much that they wouldn't want to disappoint me because I put my heart out there and I showed them I cared. So I just played the opposite and it just, I don't know if it was like a shot in the dark and it worked, but like, I was literally, I was as honest as I could be. I was like, guys, look, I, I'm here for your success. Um, I know I'm just here for a day, but what can I do to help you? I want to see you all like succeed and be doctors, lawyers, mechanics, whatever you want to be. We can have like a trade-off, like it can be give and take, you know? So I think it worked playing the opposite. Who would have thought? <laughs> I'm listening to you because as a veteran teacher, knowing like the number one thing to establish with kiddos is a relationship. Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, you have to be authentic your authentic self of like, you've stuck for my class. Like, I'm not a yeller. I'm not raising my voice because that's not something that I like. And I've given them that rationale. Like, look, this is me. Um, I know some of you will say X, Y, Z, one, two, three, super boisterous. And I get excited as well too. However, I know who I am and I'm cool with that. However, for you, what do you need? Because if this happens, I know how I'm going to react. So I'm telling you this from the jump so that if and when you do that, you already know if you do A, B is coming next and then C and D. And so I'm saying to you, what is your sort of A, what is your, your B so that we both have this understanding and we know how to go in and, and knowing that, yeah, you're going to have bad days. And if that goes off, if you go off the rails and I know like, right, this isn't what we've established. You're usually like this and today's different. Okay, let me give you some grace, give you some space. Also give me the hand signal like, hey, mister, I'm having a rough day. I can't articulate all the reasons why, but this is to let you know what's what. And I'm like, cool, go to the back, go to the spot, put your head down, whatever it is you need to do, because we, we've got that. And when you are okay, you'll come tell me that, yeah, this is what was going on. And most of the times I don't have to pry, like they will freely give those that information up. So to hear you as a as a young Padawan, if you will, in these Jedi teaching ways, like to get that already is like, yo, this, this is a, <laughs> I'm not saying you're the chosen one, but <laughs> I'm saying like, it, it's good to know there are others in the universe who, who get that. Like, it's not, it's not a shot at your, there's no shame in like being humble to say to the kids, like, yo, what do you need from me? 
I'm not going to demand it. I'm not going to like come down with an iron fist. What do you need from me? What works for you? And to be able to then uh, assist and do, give that is like fantastic. Fantastic. So that's, that's awesome to hear. That's awesome. If you were to have your choice, because I know you talked about the kinder babies, like what grade do you feel like is your lane? Is it more towards the elementary? Is it uh, middle school? Is it towards high school? Like what is your, because you know that each, each of those lanes are different. And because before, before what I just talked about before, before that moment, yeah, like, I would have been like, Hey, like, look, y'all are great, but definitely kinder second because yeah. I oh gosh they're my favorite um <laughs> but I'm also appreciating it's so weird to like put into words but it's like I'm appreciating the conversations that I can have with them as they're like as it's clicking like all that experience yeah. is clicking yep and I and I sometimes come home and I'm like I didn't even look at something like this like their perspective Oh man, that's tough. And you're I, talking about middle school. Am yeah, right? I can flip a coin. Okay. Like, middle school, like they're like elementary's fun. Elementary yeah. is a lot of fun. They they have a lot of they I feel like the classes that I've been with have they have a lot of discipline when it comes to like, hey guys, let's not do that. Hey guys, you know, we're doing this, we're doing that. Sometimes their focus is not there. But then on the flip side, you got, you know, eight seven sixth grade like their their maturity like when it clicks it clicks and it's like sometimes like you're talking to you're, you're talking to a middle schooler and they're saying stuff and you're like you are so smart what yeah yeah oh, i can flip a coin like oh man uh, no, i feel you now keep going <laughs> That's, I, I, I really couldn't pick. I really, I think it would just come down to the, to the day of preference of like, do I have the energy or do I feel like, you know, intellectual, you know, cause they, they're, they're so, middle school is so, so, so smart. Like when it clicks, it clicks. Um, and it's, it's so funny. Cause sometimes like you get, you get the one, it, you sometimes get to like play like the uncle in the situation. You know, they sometimes will come up and be like, hey, look, I'm having this problem with this person, da, da, da. And you're like, hey, look, sometimes you're like, hey, it's all going to be all right. You know, yeah. sometimes there are different solutions. And they and it's cool to have them trust you enough to be like, hey, I, I need the answers for this. I got this going on. It's, you know, what would you do? And you're like, okay, let's talk. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I hear you. I, I love going down to kinder and seeing the babies. I love those lower grades where – like you mentioned, the energy level is just like through the roof. But I, I know myself and I know my lane. I'm like, I can give you kinder babies 30 minutes. Once <laughs> it gets to 31, I'm just like, yo, old man Pierre's tired. I, <laughs> I need to go lay up against the wall and be like, these babies. <laughs> um, when you, like you mentioned, fourth, third, fourth, fifth grade too, it's just like, there's a little bit uh, wildness there that I'm just like, nah, I would be pulling whatever hair that I've got to be like, uh-uh, like, don't do that, don't. Whereas with seventh grade, that's my lane. Sixth, seventh grade, I could even do eighth grade. I've done that as well. Um, where, like you said, you get into certain conversations where they'll ask something or where the lesson leads and where they take it. I'm just like, I feel like, 
this is very much like Qui-Gon talking to Anakin of like really super deep stuff. And it's not like on a superficial level, like they understand, maybe they don't have like the experience, but the understanding is there. And to talk to a young person, I'm like, yo, if I were to get what I'm giving you when I was your age, like, where would I be? And that, that I think that's the thing that excites me. I'm just like, when they ask these questions, I'm like, what do you think? And then they start going, I'm like, have you thought about this? Have you read this? I'm like, no, mister, I was reading this thing. I was watching that thing. And then you give them these suggestions. And like you mentioned, when they take your suggestions and you see them start to make those connections and like their brain is just like, I'm like, yo, this, the future is going to be okay in regards to certain things. Um, yeah, it's super, super exciting. So I, I know what you mean. Would you ever consider like high school or beyond like going, being a professor, college or things like that? I, before the pandemic, I said, I went to a couple schools uh, for middle school and I cried in an in and out parking lot to my mom saying never again. Yeah. And after this year, it's, I, I have grown in a massive sense. And I, there's, there's much more growing to do, but I used to slap the same method of, of teaching and classroom management on every single person in every single grade. Yeah. And now, you know, I would have been like never middle school, you know, never fifth grade, fourth grade, or, you know what I mean? Never yeah. certain grades. But now it's kind of like, for me, I, I could do high school, but it's just going to require like solving a different puzzle. Yeah. Because um, they're going to be in a different place. And I also feel like that answer, I feel like that answer also is like, is it long term or short term? Because I feel it was short term. I got to plan the day so differently than the school I'm at now where it's like they already all every single class knows when I walk in the exact I say the exact same introduction I say hey y'all I've had you you know many times you're one of my favorite classes this is what we got today if you have anything you want to say raise your hand ask me you know like they know the same drill so I feel like even high school knowing the same drill versus high school I'm there for a day it's going to be two different stories um I would teach college um I have an MFA and I've been looking to try to teach college but there's something about grade school that's so much fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. That's dope. That's dope. Listening to you, I would, if you haven't, or let me just ask, have you ever read the book uh, Yardsticks? No, I haven't. All right. I would highly recommend that book because it, it sort of breaks down developmentally where kiddos are at particular ages. I read that maybe two or three years ago. Yeah, maybe a year or two before the pandemic, which helped because I was teaching five, six, and seven, mm. and eight, five through eight. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's it's a whole different ball game depending on how old the kiddo is. And so your approach and everything that you're doing, if you want to land, it really helps with uh, with that. So I'd highly recommend that book. I need to write that down. I'll, I'll send you a. I got you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. I got a P PDF that I'll shoot you away. Um, yeah, I, I I have seen you and I've seen a couple other subs and it's never good to compare. However, it's important to know like, hey, are there certain things that I can do better? And I think you understanding like how to be authentic with the kiddos and be like, hey, what do you need? 
not not only authentically, I think humility is a, is part of that as well too. To not feel like, hey, I'm the older one in this room. Like, listen to me and demand it. But understanding and having that little slice of humility to be like, hey, kiddos, what do you need? You now know me. I'm not a stranger. I've been here long enough. What do you need? And when you have your own classroom, like that's what the first two weeks, hopefully you'll get at least two weeks to be able to build that. Um, it, it's super, super important to do as opposed to just like, hey, this is the routines, the usual rules. It's like, no, get to know me, know my rationale as to why I do certain things. This will be the way that it's done in my class. Maybe done differently in someone else's class, but how it's going to go back and forth here is like super, super good to hear. And I, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad for the confirmation because I was like, man, did I do that right? I didn't even, like in the moment I was, I was terrified. Yeah. Like humility is like uncomfortable sometimes. Oh yeah. Kind of put yourself oh, yeah. out there and then like hold your breath and like hope that the kid's like, hey, okay. Like, yeah, I don't know. Someone, uh, a mentor of mine said, um, and I've used this analogy with others too, of like, you are the sun. The kiddos are the planets, but you are the sun. Like they need to see that consistency with you. And particularly our kiddos who are going through a lot, who in August will give you the most heat, but then come April, May, they're the ones when they have those conversations with you, you can hear and you can see in their faces and voices of like, Mr. Thank you. Like, I'm sure I gave you a lot of heat that <laughs> you didn't necessarily deserve or merit, but you didn't change. Like you kept it consistent with me um, because that's what they're, they're looking for and they need is like that consistency of knowing like, even when I have my crappy days, cause I'm a kid, kids are going to have those up and down moments. They're not able to regulate themselves really well. We got to teach them that, but you were, you were always that. Um, that is, those are the kiddos who, yeah. It may not happen this year. It may not even happen next year. But I promise you, like, if you bump into them three, four, when they get to high school, like, they'll be able to say, like, oh, snap. I remember Mr. Holly. Da, 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 da. I don't remember everything that he said, but the way that I felt. Yeah. And even you just saying that, the, the um, I realized, too, like, as a sub, you're not getting observed in the same way that me and other full-time teachers are getting. So like you wouldn't get that same like observation and then like a debrief and then like, hey, Mr. Holloway, here's some things that you did great. Here's some glows and here's some grows. Here's some areas that you wouldn't want to think about. So like, yeah, you saying that to, is important to like, to anyone who has full-time subs, like go observe, give them some feedback. I know looking at your smile, like, yeah, that's, that's nice to hear. Um, they'll appreciate it. They'll appreciate it. So yeah. Observing like that's, that's the key word for me. That got me through the year. Even even the IAs. Like I remember one day, like I was like I was very like the first the first click in my brain of like, well, time to change it up because you have to suit you have to you have to tailor what you're doing for the kids because mm -hmm. you have to reach them all. And I remember like one of the IAs, like she was waiting for her students to get in line and to get quiet so they can move on to like the next thing. And she just stood there and I was like, whoa, like, why are you standing there? So I tried to help her out. And I was like, I was getting ready to yell. And she was like, hey, man, get, you know, and she was like, oh, she's like, don't worry about it. She's like, this is time management. Like they're, if they're going to waste their time, they're going to be standing outside. And then somebody's going to go, dude, what are we standing outside for? And I stood there with my jaw on the floor. Cause it was like magic. 
all of a sudden everybody goes, what are we, whoa, hey guys, come on. And then everybody was like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then everybody got quiet. She was like, you don't have to make yelling the normal yeah. thing. And yeah. I like, every time I went into a certain authority, I was like, hey, hey, hey. She's like, you gotta do that. Like, yeah. she's like, pocket that, save yeah. that for like an absolute moment. Um, that's when it clicked. <laughs> and, and that's dope for for her to understand that and for her and for you to have that moment to get some uh feedback and to actually see it in practice is is pretty dope as well too yeah there's there's a lot of things that are running through my head right now it's like knowing that i hope to whatever is happening next year like have those moments it's like, hey, have you considered this? Or, hey, we're going to be doing this. Like, for, for myself, next week, the kiddos are going to be presenting because um, they have an end-of-the-year project. And they had a project at the beginning of the year where they were just completely a wreck, like having to stand up in front of the pairs, public speaking, all of that. Um, and I'm hoping, and we recorded that, so they have that video. It's locked away. And then we have what's about to happen now at the end of the year. And for them just to, hopefully, once I finish editing the each of their presentations to give back to them, um, for them to see, like, this was me at the beginning. This is me at the end. Do you see the progress? And then hopefully for them to make the connection, too, of, like, yeah, each time I, if I'm speaking and then someone else all of a sudden cracks a joke, that is going to mess you up. <laughs> that messes you up a lot because you're like if you're fully focused on what you're saying like you don't catch a hundred percent what they were what they said and are they laughing at me what was that i said did i say something wrong like all that in and for them to hopefully build a little empathy for their teachers of like oh snap each time i do have an outburst each time i do make a comment to a friend or even if i'm whispering to my teammate that has an effect on the person who's talking up in front of the class or even if that person's circulating, like, yeah, you're gonna feel some type of way. So hopefully they'll they'll pick that up. And you saying some of the things that you said of like, yeah, let the people who know, um, let the people who are on campus who are in front of our kiddos, like get some feedback from those of us who have been here a couple of years. And even if you haven't been there a couple of years, if you know the campus, if I was there one year and you would have been there too, I'd have come to you like, yo, <laughs> what do I need to know? What could I do? Because each campus is gonna be different. And, like you mentioned, to go from kiddos to eighth grade is a whole, whew, yeah, it's a, it's a whole different world. <laughs> the co-teaching, I didn't, I didn't know, I never knew mm. what a co-teacher was. Yeah. My, I was like, ah, oh, they're just in the same grade. Uh, like this year, like I leaned so much on all of the co-teachers. Like even mm. if I have the instructional plans for the day, like I check in with those teachers next door that are the same grade and I'm like, yeah, this is what I got planned. Da, da, da. And like, they, they always ask, Hey, like, if you need anything, I got you. Or like, Hey, like that on that, like, let me, let me show you a really quick way to kind of economize that. Or let me show you a way that like, maybe they'll get to, to learn this better. Yeah. Blessing. <laughs> a big blessing. Oh, the power of a team. <laughs> For real. For real. And I would say to any of those teachers who, who dropped those gems just a quick 
little post-it note of like, thank you very much. Yeah, it, it's part it's part of the reason why I do that so much is because I remember the beginning, like, am I doing a good job? Am I making an impact? And when you only have your own voices in your head and if there is, there's always gonna be doubt of like, could I have done this better? But if there's no one saying like, hey, good job specifically, this is what you did really well. Um, It, 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 it's real easy to have your balloon deflated and not be able to recharge to to go at it again. So yeah, it's part of the reason why. Like when I see it, I'm just like, all right, let me write that down. You were doing such and such. I saw you, or take a quick picture and admit, and then give that to you to be like, no, oh, no, you're doing it. Keep doing it. It's not always you know sunny days. There will be days where you're just like, yo, this was a bad lesson. Someone was off. I might have been off could have slept and I got the crank in my neck. So the kids are like, why is he so cranky? But it's easier to remember that as opposed to the parts when you do are doing great. And if, if you have a year like COVID where it's just like, there's so much, it can be really like, all right, I'm out. Um, so when I see it, I like to tell folks like, good job, keep at it, keep at it. So if I could encourage you to do the same, like whoever's, dropping those gems at the end of the day when you're like oh snap this worked thank you very much so and so for for dropping it and to, for them to know like oh yeah that is how we get better <laughs> iron sharpens iron someone had to tell you <laughs> and you may stumble upon it but if if no one's telling you like hey that specific thing keep doing it or do it like this tweak it like this you were doing something that was taking 10 minutes you could actually shorten it to eight those two minutes man <laughs> yeah. the world my goodness yeah and then two moments of like the other day when we were like you know what it's a nice day out everyone's finished what they finished 10 extra minutes of outdoor recess time for the kiddos that too oh, i feel like that's also like um i mean you know this a million times better than me but it's like before the pandemic i felt like the students that I saw for their attention spans were longer. Yeah. Yeah. How does it feel? We need, we like teachers, yeah. students, yep. everybody needs a break. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 It, it's different. It's different. It, it's, it's, it's part of the reason why this podcast was created uh, is to speak with others because I've been at it for, a little bit of time, but the post COVID has really put a reset button on everything. And I was talking to another IA um, as we were walking from the garage to the campus. And she was like, I've been with teachers who have been teaching 20 years and they're just like, it's awful, it's awful. And I was, oh. and I was like, if you've been teaching 20 years and then COVID hits, your whole world has been turned upside down. Everyone else has been turned upside down as well, but specifically yours you were like you said used to like i said this i didn't and that used to be okay and it's like that ain't okay anymore our kiddos are aware of like oh snap i can actually tell you it doesn't have to be disrespectful but but mister i'm tired i got a lot of stuff going on uh yeah you talking for 45 minutes at the front of class and then like all right go to work that don't work no more you gotta make sure that i'm engaged and if i'm not it's your job literally fix this <laughs> make this engaging for me it's not my job to be like that's your job and i'm like no you're right 
I got to switch it up. What do I got to do to make it a hook? 15 minutes, max I'm talking for 10, and then you work for five. All right, come back, go at it again, switch it up, do this, do that. Like, yeah, like, man, shoot, we got LeBron James nowadays. We got Zions. We got John Moran's jumping left and right. If you're thinking you're Bob Cousy and you're going to play the same way, it's like, we're going to run circles around you. <laughs> and if you want to get mad, get mad. But still, I'm going to dunk on your head. <laughs> and that's what the kids are saying. Like, yo, switch it up. This is a, it's a whole new game. Um, that's crazy to me. About, like, yeah, the middle schoolers were last. Like, I, I forget who told me that. But they're like, hey, like, the middle schoolers that you're teaching, they were last in school in elementary. Like, their socialization, it, it just hasn't. I, I wouldn't even know how my world would have been shaped if like two years of my life were online. I couldn't hang out. I only hung out with like maybe like, you know, a handful of people from school. Right. People were moving back and forth. I couldn't do certain things because the world was shut down. And then to have the like the self-accountability to have to turn. In college, I took online classes and I failed because I was like, this is just too much responsibility for me to remember all these things. It's a lot of like self-responsibility yeah and then to be like a middle schooler or like elementary going to middle school and having to do that yourself oh man yeah Ooh. i look at our kiddos who are in kinder in first grade and i'm just like this is the first time like kindergarten being up online or preschool or first grade being up online and then all of a sudden like you're around other people you're used to like anytime you want to eat there's a snack you want to go to the bathroom you go like you don't want to do something it's like all right or internet goes out and it's like all right day's done and now you got to be at campus for six plus hours yeah that's 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 different that's a reality yeah so i i hear you i hear you and and we as educators we got to be cognizant of that and then work accordingly so i think it's part of the reason why i, I can't do the the kinder for more than 30 minutes <laughs> okay I, that, that's it for me i can go in i can give you a spurt and it's like all right coach i gotta go out <laughs> yeah yeah if i were to ask you um if we we're gonna go left a little bit what is bringing you joy at the moment in life or in I, I leave it open on purpose so that whoever the hearer is, you take it whatever direction you want to. It could be literally had one guest who was like, yo, at this moment, this conversation's dope, mister. That's bringing me joy. Um, in general, this week, this month, this year, outside of work, has nothing, has, doesn't have to do anything to do with that. Mm -hmm. um, it's totally up to you. What's bringing you joy? I, I, it's, I never, I, I wouldn't think I would say this months ago, but school is bringing me joy. And it, it and I, it's not to say that there's not hard days. Mm -hmm. Like on the other day, I was like, ah, I'm feeling a little sick. Ah, I need to go home and sleep. I think I was exhausted, but like I spend most of my time there and beginning of the year it, it felt like a chore and it's yeah. it's like a weird magical conundrum because i used to be like how do you teachers like 
how do y'all, you know, how do y'all like go day to day? Like, what do you, how do y'all find like joy in this? Like what? I was like, I'm tired. And then it started to hit me when I got to the end of the year and I started having moments like where I can like touch base with the kid and be like, Hey, like, how are you? Like, are you okay? Do you need something of me? Like, how can I help you today? You know, like I didn't start to feel to at least, I think I felt it, but I didn't recognize it. And now I'm starting to recognize the, even, even the little things of when I walk into the school in the morning and the kids go, Hey, Mr. Kevin, Hey, Mr. Harris. Hey, Mr. Holloway. Hey, Mr. H. And it's like, even the power of like a name of just like knowing my name. And like, I know that kid's name. Hey, how you doing? You know what I mean? Hey, Libby, what's up? Good morning. You know, like, I don't know, you know, lately, like even the kids, like they're coming up to me and they're just like, Hey, what's going on? And I'm like, that brings me joy. Like, I feel like I like, as a sub, you don't get a lot of opportunities to like make an impact or, you know, feel like you're like, you have a community because you're going everywhere. You're a lone wolf. You don't have work friends. You take your lunch, you eat in the car, you call your spouse, like, I can't wait to get home. <laughs> okay. Or today sucks, you know, and then that's it. And it's like kind of that lonely life, but I have so much joy. Like it's like true joy because I care about all the teachers in the school. I care about all the IAs. Like, I, I feel like I've made friends, like not just like, ah, oh, work acquaintances. I'm like, no, like I'm gonna go golfing with these people. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and like, it was, I was, I was talking to one of the admin the other day in regard to like joy and stuff. But I was like, man, I forgot that I wasn't like a, a full like tenured teacher. Like I was like, I was like, man, I was like, Hey, the fog gonna be wild. I was like, wait, am I hired again? <laughs> I was like, wait, can I? <laughs> but I was like, it is even, it's even like, it's even joyful to be like, man, like to see the progression of like how a student started versus like them now and like the maturity and like they're on the work. Yeah. And to be like, I'm so excited to see what you become next year. Yeah. So the whole process has just been a joy for me. Like it's such a blessing. Like I pray about it. I thank God about it. I think the admin about it. I think teachers like yourself, like for making this experience joyful because I have a community and it's been so healthy for my mental. Yeah. So that's it. <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. I would also say, um, had a conversation with Mr. P in fourth grade and he talked about that too of like, there's a certain satisfaction in knowing what you have done and the impact it will have on kiddos' lives. Mm. And I will say that is a joy of teaching the kiddos in kinder and younger, like those younger grades, like in a, have, being on the campus that we're on, we have that special privilege, special opportunity to see kiddos go from kinder through eight and you could definitely see how, like, you know, I remember you in kinder when you were doing X, Y, Z. And I remember you listening to so-and-so in first grade and then fourth grade and then fifth and then seventh and eighth grade. And we're going to see this in the next two weeks of, like, kiddos who have been at that campus from the jump, from kinder through eighth grade. And, like, this is all they know. Like, and when the feelings hit and they're, like, I'm now going to have to start somewhere new as a freshman where they don't know me, um, that's tough. And when you talk about community, 
that is we're human beings we're by nature wanting to feel part of the pack and if you are alone yeah that can that can be that can be difficult and i'm just realizing as you're speaking like i didn't really think about subs that much and how yeah y'all y'all need it too y'all need to know like hey you are appreciated and even if i write like a thank you um note to a sub who covers me for a day to like to, to check in with them if i see them again i'm like Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> what are the things that you need? Um, how are things so that you too could stay within it? And hopefully it will be, um, from what I've seen, like a person who will want to take and learn and hopefully become not just a sub, but like a full-time teacher for whatever grade. Because yeah, that's what our kids need, deserve, and merit. So to you, sir, thank you. The, the joy, I hope it continues to be reciprocated and it gets them that eternal eternal loop where have you ever seen like mr holland's opus oh it's on my list it's on my um, list i know as an actor i'm okay. failing right there <laughs> no i won't say anything else i won't say anything else because there's there's a couple scenes and there's some things that are problematic me and you as men of color i'm just like yeah i could never do that but as a teacher <laughs> it'll be nice like if you can get a couple years under your belt and then for those kiddos to reach back to be like, hey, Mr. H, Mr. Holloway, Mr. Harris, like I'm doing X, Y, Z. You remember when we talked about such and such or when you recommended? Like that's also a nice, a nice feeling as well, too. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I like to ask the guests at the end of the episode, like, if you could create a playlist and knowing if you're anything like myself, music changes depending on how you're feeling, the, the time of season. And then if Kendrick comes out, you're like, all right, this changes everything. Um, if you were to create a playlist of at least five songs, five albums, five artists, the number is five, what would be on that playlist? Mr. H's playlist at the moment. Ooh. And you, you can go wherever you like with it. There are no, no limitations. I think. Maybe it's <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's 100% okay. I know Moonlight on the 444 album, Jay-Z. Okay. Um, Five Percent Tent by Travis Scott. Okay. Um, Kill Jay-Z by Jay-Z. Before this is a great album. <laughs> um, Jesus Lord by Kanye. Okay. Um, and hmm. some watermelon sugar. Harry Styles picks it up a little bit. Okay. When Harry Styles came right now. Ooh, and then I, uh, but it would be like, it would be with like Dead City. Keep going, keep going, keep going then. At least five. Keep going then. Good Kid Mad City. Yep. Legendary. It was my favorite of all time, and it fits into all the playlists ever. Um, And Ronald Reagan era. Yeah. I'll go on for days. Okay. That song is great. Nice, nice. 
And because you are an actor, what would be, or do you have like a top 10, top five list of like movies that you can watch at any time and you like always enjoy? Yes, I do. Um, it's always hard for me to pick because like depending on like the season, I'll change it. But the one, like there's a couple movies I haven't changed. Um, number one, mm -hmm. my favorite movie of all time, I can watch it any time of day, uh, Rear Window. Okay. Um, gosh, just amazing, man, the PD. Um, I would put Rear Window and then I would do I Am Legend. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. When I'm feeling down, I'll watch Black Panther. Okay. Specifically for the scene where his dad tells him to stand up and he's like, You're a king. Mm. And I, I just in my Bye -bye. soul feel it. <laughs> Bye -bye. <laughs> you are a king. He's like, you don't do that. And I was like, oh <laughs> um Shawshank Redemption. Another good one. Okay. Um guess who's coming to dinner? All right, Mr. Portier. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Um, <laughs> remix, remix question to you also as an actor. I'd like to get your take on this. What are your top five Denzel movies? Oh. And you can start at five and work up to one. Or if you're like me, I, I always know what my one is and then work down from there. I got to make sure that, okay, okay. I pull up my list just so I make sure I don't miss one, okay? Yeah. Um, maybe not in order because it's too hard to put them in order. <laughs> um, a lot of people put training day as one, but I think training day is two. It's not okay. one. <laughs> the, first, the first, I would say, is Philadelphia. All right. Brought me to my knees. Philadelphia changed how I how I saw a lot about the world and prejudices being from like conservative towns in Texas. I was like, man, I was like, you're seeing somebody who's fighting prejudice and like his view of the uh, LGBTQ community. That changed everything for me. Oh my gosh. Um, but I would say Philadelphia, Training Day, Glory. Um, ooh. Yes, we're hard. Unstoppable. Um, that's tough. That's tough. And probably right now, I'm I'm fighting between. Remember the Titans and Man on Fire. I'm like, if I got, ah, <laughs> that's tough. Okay, we go remember the Titans. We go remember the Titans. All right. Wow. Okay. You see, this I have a former coworker where we would 
we understand that Denzel is the greatest actor of all time, period. However, depending where you are in life, <laughs> it'll change that list of like, okay, okay, okay. And so like for me, Malcolm, Malcolm X is always my number one, just because I saw that in seventh grade. And now that I spend so much time with seventh graders, I'm like, I remember the scene when they're outside and he doesn't speak. He just lifts his hand and like he does this and then all the brothers walk and then the police officer's just like, yo, that's too much power for a black man. I was just like, but he didn't say anything. He just moved his hand and you white folk are afraid? Like that, I was just like, oh snap. So Malcolm is one. Two, um, recently with Fences, Henry Viola, I was just like, ooh. She, she is superb in that, but because he's in it, that's the reason why like I associated with him. Although like she, she's the star, like, I don't care what you say. We'll, we'll go to we'll go to blows. Viola is amazing with that, but I'm just like he was the the mirror to her, like to reflect the greatness of like Viola. You are already great. However, if you're next to Denzel, and we can undoubtedly say that you're great, it's like who do we have to cut if someone disagrees? Because it seems to be undeniable. So fences would be in there. Remember the Titans is just like look. Disney knows Disney and Disney does what Disney does in terms of like, we're going to have that feel good, whatever. And he's great. <laughs> it's such a good movie. And when it came out, it's just like, yeah, all right. I'm going to go shell out. See, this probably two or three times in theaters. Uh, <laughs> and then like Man on Fire, I wish you had more time. And then the little girl, Dakota, like greasy, greasy. Like that to me, ugh. Just so many moments in that movie where I'm just like, this dude doesn't have to say much. Like, and that to me is what I feel like a really great actor is. It's just like, it looks easy, but you know, not everyone does this. Similarly, like I would say with a lot of things that are made to look easy, like if it looks easy, it's because the person who's doing it has really spent the time to really make this, because you can, you being a sub, you know, like, it is not easy to keep a whole classroom engaged, keep a whole classroom on point. And if the person is doing that, you're like, yo, this person is really good at what they do. You might be able to luckily do that one time, but to consistently do that, that takes skill. That takes like intentionality, which he does time and time and time again. Um, and then I I go back and forth about Deja Vu. I love him and Paula Patton. Um, great debaters. I, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Antoine Fisher, even though he directed, but like I still feel like him being the what was his title? The other soldier, like how he helped with Derek Luke, I feel like too that that elevated him there. Um he got game. I know he can't play basketball, but still, I believe him. <laughs> uh, and so there are a couple more that I could keep going on. Um, Manchurian Candidate, Philadelphia, like you mentioned. Uh, Crimson Tide, Devil in a Blue Dress. Like, just, like, the man doesn't miss. He, he, time after time after time, it's great. But, um, yeah, it's nice to hear 
when folks will say like, hey, this is your number one, your number two or whatever, depending on, on you. I know it's like, whoever I'm asking, where were you when you saw that movie? Because we knew Denzel's going to be great, but what was I feeling at that time when <laughs> my eyes were able to fall upon greatness? Book of Eli, too. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. When that struck, when I was like, oh, he's blind. Good grief. <laughs> that, too, was like, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Good oh. stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. I can go on and on and on and on about that, dude. Watch his whole catalog now. Know what I'm doing today. <laughs> yeah. That type of day. Cool, cool. Well, sir, um, thank you very much for spending this past hour or so um, just diving into just education and the work that you were doing. Um, really want to say thank you. Um, it may or may not mean much, but from a person who gets to see you, and particularly see the effect that you have on kiddos. I know that we as educators don't always get that because we're so like insulated about like all the things like we need to do. But you, sir, are doing a wonderful job. Um, and want to just say that um, and give you your flowers of, of you doing things, whether you're aware of it or not. And I hope more people will tell you like, hey, specifically, this is what you're doing. Um, and, I'll, and I will say, one of the things that I see is your ability to stop and like, as you are speaking with a kiddo, to give that kiddo your undivided attention, although there are other things going around. Because kiddos will feel, I, I don't know, I have felt like I'm talking to a kiddo and if I just happen to just go off and look at someone else and come back, they'd be like, oh, I lost you then. Oh, forget it, mister, you're busy, blah, blah, blah. But for you to be able to hold eye contact with them, for them to know, whatever it is that they're telling you, like you're like, all the other things are important, but right now you are the most important. Tell me what you need to tell me. If you had the, the gumption to walk up to me, like, hey, mister, then I wanna give it to you. That undivided attention is one that is super, super powerful. And for that not to be broken by all the other things to be like, I'll get to you in a moment, but like you're keeping that eye contact with them is, um, is super, super um, cool thing to do. So keep, keep that up. <clears throat> and you got the range, sir, to go from one day with the babies to the next day to the middle school, too, is like throwing on all those capes. So to that, too, I got to salute you because that is not an easy task at all. Because you're right, it's a totally different mind frame when you go from kinder up to to, to middle school or, or even elementary. So salute to you, sir, for that. Keep it up. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So to anyone who's listening to this episode, I am Mr. Pierre. Thank you very much. He is Mr. Holloway. He is Mr. Harris. He is Mr. as well. And this has been another episode of the Chronicles of Mr. We will catch you the next time. We out.